Hashem will begin. There's a lot to uh, there's a lot to discuss. You know, there's a tremendous amount to discuss in, in general when it comes to Hanukkah. And specifically, today we'll try to talk about the Indian of Hanukkah. We'll try to talk about the Indian of a little bit. This, this past week's parsha has a very very strong discussion. The Indian of Hanukkah. We spoke about it a little bit over Shabbos. We'll try to be myrich a little bit on the Indian of the Kesher between what took place in this past week's parsha and Indian of Hanukkah. And hopefully, if we have time, also we'll have to talk a little bit about Yakislev, which is this week. And if we're going we're to bring, we're not going to bring. But either way, definitely have to talk a little bit about the Kesher between Chanukah, the Parsha, and Yakislev, and, and what the whole Indian of this Chag Ulov, of tiny got out of jail. But you know, what, what's the Shaykhist to us? What's the celebration? What, what the Indian is, and obviously how it's very much connected. The Indian of Chanukah, it's less than a week before Chanukah. The middle is obviously going to be a strong Kesher between that and Chanukah. So hopefully, we'll have a chance to discuss these Indianim. And again, th- these are all longer sugyas and longer arichas, uh, but. We'll, we'll, we'll do what we can with, with the time that we have. So we mentioned on Shabbos that the Indian of Esav, the Sarshal Esav, coming along and fighting against Yaakov Avinu wasn't just an Indian of uh, Gashmi's Dika Indian that the Sarshal Esav fought with Yaakov Avinu, but there's nothing much tiefer going on over here. And Ba'etzim, the whole idea, we mentioned by Shal Shuddis, that the whole idea of Yaakov Avinu going back to Pachim Katanim is already connected to Chanukah, and we'll see that the fight that took place between the Sarshal Esav and Yaakov Avinu, the whole Indian revolved around the Nase of Chanukah. We mentioned on Baishal Shuddis that the Megala Amukah speaks out that when Yaakov Avinu went back for the Pachim Ketanim, those Pachim Ketanim were the same Pachim that the Chashmanam ended up finding when they came into the base of Mikdash. They found a Pach Shal Shemen, because I'll use the same Lashon, a Pach Shal Shemen and Pachim Ketanim. And Shtayt Megala Amukah said that same Shemen, which that, they found, that, that Yaakov Avinu went back for, he went back for these Pachim Ketanim, with the Pachim Ketanim that they ended up finding, they ended up using the Shas, the, the Nase of Hanukkah, to be able to, to, be able to light the Menorah. And the Shaila is, what's the Shaykhis? Why did Yaakov Avinu go back for these Pachim Ketanim? Now, what does that have anything to do with this? What does this fight have anything to do with this concept called Hanukkah? What's the Shaykhis between the two? But even more than that, the Zerah Kaddish writes by Rikos that the whole idea of a Ya'avik Ish Imoy, the whole idea of the Sarshal Esav fighting Yaakov Avinu is connected to the Indian of Hanukkah. So aside from the Pachim Ketanim being connected to Hanukkah, but the battle that took place is also connected to Hanukkah. And Shaykh Zerah Kaddish, we may have mentioned this idea once or twice before. Shaitan Zerah Kaddish, that the body of a person is, the, is, is made up of the 10 spheres, which you know, we've spoken about a few times, this concept of what that means, but the body of a person is comprised of the 10 spheres, the same way the, and the Rabbanishim created the world. He created the world with these 10 spheres. So every person is an Adam, every person is Shkaych, every person is an Olam Katan, and every person is made up of these 10 spheres. And if you look at the, if you look at the parts of a person's body, each part, each part of a person's body represents a different aspect of the spheres. You have the head, represents Chachma Bin Das, represents the intellect, and then the body represents the emotions. You have the right hand, which represents chesed, that's, that's, the, Indian of, that's the Indian of Yemin, Yemin Miskareves. You have the left hand, which is small, which is gvura. The middle of the body, which is the torso, represents teferes. The right, the right foot represents netzach, and the left foot represents hoid. And the makam of the bris obviously represents yisoid. That's the Zosh and Svarim, and I'm sure we'll have more and more, more times to discuss this ba'arichas, what that means. The tiny share mom's holding a paradigm. That's where he just starts discussing the Indian of the spheres. But that's as I state in Zerakadish and as I state in all the Svarim that there's Netzach, Hoid, and Yesoid, and that's the ones we're going to focus on. Be'ikr is that the right leg is the Indian of Netzach, the left leg is the Indian of Hoid. We spoke about this a little bit Friday night that there's, there's a balance between the right leg and the left leg. Netzach and Hoid. That's this Indian of Netzach and Hoid. State in Zerakadish that when Vayavaser Yaakov Levadi, Vayavik Ish Imay, when the Sarshal Esav came and 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 injured Yaakov Avinu, he injured him in the left leg. When he injured him in the left leg, he injured that place called Hyde. He messed up that place called Hyde. And the Mela, the Deiris later, there was the Pagam by the Indian of the Yavanim and the Chashmanon, that there was the Pagam and the Indian of Hyde. 
And Memela, the whole ticket which takes place in Chanukah, is to be Mesach in that Pagam, that Yaakov Avinu was injured by the Sarshalesim in that place called Haid. We'll obviously have to explain what that means. What does it mean that there's a Pagam in the Indian of Haid? What does it mean that Haid was damaged? And what does it mean that there's a ticket in the Indian of Haid through the Nase of Chanukah? Obviously, the Indian of Haid, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, the Indian of Haid is connected to Aaron Moshe Rabbein is the Indian of Netzach. Aaron is the Indian of Haid. That's the Indian of the beauty, the Tferis that happens in the base of Mikdash with the lighting of the Menorah. Therefore, somehow, with this concept of, of the Nase of Chanukah, which is, revolves around the Kainam Gedolim, but the Sion Kain Gadol and all the Kainam Gedolim, there was some sort of ticken for this injury that took place by Yaakov Avinu, and it was fixed up at the Indian of Haid. So we'll have to explain, obviously, what that means. What, what does it mean that that, how, how, how in the world does this fight represent, you have any Shaykhs of the Indian of Chanukah and, and, and the injury and, and the, the, the refuah that took place? What's the Keshe Bechlau? The third thing, the third thing, maybe you know, we have to discuss when it comes to this fight that took place between Yaakov and Esav is Yaakov Avinu was a very interesting way of dealing with Esav. Yaakov Avinu sends his animals to Esav, and Yaakov Avinu is very yishtachava. He bows down to Esav. Here's Esav of Russia, the ultimate epitome of evil, the ultimate, you know, the, the, the symbolism of all, all evil in the world. Yaakov Avinu bows down to him, and Yaakov Avinu says, "I want to find chain in your eyes. And Yaakov is going on." Again and again and again, trying to find chain in the eyes of Esav Arasha. And the Shalos, what Shaykhis? That, that's the way you fight evil? By trying to find chain in the eyes of, uh, the, eyes of the Russia? Ya- Yaakov Avinu is not capable of just fighting him straight on, either physically or spiritually. This is Yaakov Avinu's way of fighting Esav, is to try to find chain, to send the presence, matanis. What's this whole Indian that Yaakov Avinu is, is trying to, you know, sort of butter up Esav? Let him go ahead and fight evil, head on. That's the best way to do it. Esav's coming to attack you with 400 men. Yaakov is capable. He has Shimon Alevi who wiped out the whole city of Shechem in last week's parasha. Yaakov is more than capable between him and his children of fighting Esav and his 400 men. If a Yiri Yaakov Ma'id, Yaakov is afraid and he says, you know what the best Esav is? I'm going to try to find Chain in the eyes of Esav. I'm going to send animals and then maybe Esav will like me and then everything will, that's not the way you fight evil. By giving into evil and by giving money to evil and bribing evil, you fight evil head on. What's this Indian that Yaakov Avinu is trying to find chain in the eyes of Esav or Russia? So the Svasamis writes in this past week's parsha that if you look at Esav's, if you look at Yaakov Avinu's way of preparing, we find that he did three mahalchim in his way of preparing. We all know this. My daughter already came up with the project, but two year, three year old came with the project. Every kid knows this. Yaakov Avinu prepared himself in three ways: Doiran, Bachama, and Tefila. But what's the difference between the three? Right, there's three ways to prepare himself. He gave a present, davening, and macham. There's a tifkite in these three ways of preparing himself for the battle against Esav. And obviously it represents the three ways that a person needs to, needs to prepare himself to battle against that Indian called evil. One way is the Indian of Muhammad. One way is you have to fight evil. That if evil comes to attack you, you have to fight evil. You have to stand up and say, we're fighting evil. Yaakov prepared himself to go to all out, to all out <coughs> war with Esav and says, I'm ready to fight the war. He prepared, they got ready, they had the ammunition. They said, we're ready to fight evil. That's the Indian of Muhammad. The Indian of Tefillah is Tefillah means that I prefer to sidestep evil. Instead of evil coming ahead and attacking me, and instead of me being involved in a battle which maybe I'll win over evil, but I prefer let Esav go back home to where he has to be. Let me come back into Eretz Yisrael. Let me go back to the house of Yitzhak. Let everything go back to the way it was before without the necessity to fight evil, without the necessity to be involved in battling evil. Let's just let evil go back to where it's supposed to be. I'll continue and let's everything you know, go back to the way it's been for the past 20 years. We don't bother each other. Let's go back to that place where we leave each other alone. That's the Indian of Tefillah. And the third way is the way of Deirin. Why was he giving him presents? Zaktis Vasem is a gamla Dairin. He was giving him presents. 
The third way is a way where I say, I'm not going to fight evil. I'm not going to sidestep evil. But instead, I want to transform evil into being able to work for the side of Taif. Yaakov Avinu, when he's trying to find Chain in the eyes of Esav, it's not because he needs Esav to like him. It's not because he wants Esav to suddenly, you know, say, I want to be best friends with you. Yaakov Avinu understands that at his core, Esav comes from a place which is very high. Well, Tanya writes in this past week's parasha that Esav comes from a place which is much higher than Yaakov Avinu. Esav comes from Olam Atayu, Yaakov Avinu comes from Olam Atikin. Yaakov Avinu's, Yaakov Avinu's height was, was the top of Olam Atzilus and Esav's Makar was even higher than that. And that was the whole idea of Shaitan Svasemis, of, of Yaakov Avinu trying to find Chain in the eyes of Esav, wasn't because he was afraid of Esav, it was because he recognized Esav's Makar, he recognized Esav's Shairish, and he said, let me go ahead and be Makar of Esav and in that way, I'll be able to transform evil into being something which is bad sometimes. Right? There are three ways that a person can fight evil. It's what the Sfasamis is telling us. The, 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 this, uh, the, you know, the Sfarim talk about three, three specific ways that a person can fight evil. One way is I fight evil head on. I battle evil in a way which I'm, I, I see evil. I'm going at Lamachama. The second way is Tefillah. Tefillah means I want to sidestep evil. I don't want to battle evil. I don't want to get involved in the Lamachama with evil. So I'd rather just let evil go away. I don't want to come to any Nisoyinus. I'm not interested in the Yetzirah. Let, let, let the Yetzirah leave me alone for today. But the third way, and the most tiefer way, and the, the greatest way that a person can do it is where I don't have to sidestep it, I don't have to fight it, but I can transform the evil itself into being something which is good. The first two mahalchem that a person has to be able to fight evil are not the greatest. Because if you fight the first way, the first way, which means I'm battling evil, I'm battling evil head on, so you, you end up fooling a little bit. You want to take evil on head, head first, you're going to end up getting a, a, a little dirty in that fight. Right? The Baltani writes in Perch of Ches and Tanya writes, You fight with someone who's dirty, you end up getting a little bit dirty. You get involved, you get involved in that fight, you're going to get dragged down. So if you want to take evil head on, and if you want to fight evil, which is the way of Muhammad, it's good, and you may be victorious, but somewhere in that victory, you're going to end up getting schlepped down by evil because you already, you already gave some space for evil to exist. You already recognized and gave recognition to evil. So you fight, you're fighting evil, but you also got dragged down a little bit by evil. The second way is also not the ultimate. The second way is I sidestep evil. I say, let the Yetzirah stay where it is. Let Esav stay where he is. I don't want to be involved in that avoida of fighting evil because I recognize that by doing that, I'm going to get schlepped down. But the problem with that mahalach is then evil still around. Fine, so Esav is going to go back home. Yaakov Avinu is going to go back home. Everything's going to be peaceful. But what's stopping Esav from in another year or two years or six months Deciding, you know what? Now I want to get back up again, and I want to fight. I want to fight Yaakov Avinu again, and I want to destroy Yaakov Avinu again. So you may have sidestepped the problem right now for the moment, or for, you know, for the year. But but at the end of the day, the Yetzirah has the ability to be able to pop back up. Esav can can rise back up again and say, you know what? I'm not happy going going for peace. I wanna I wanna be able to you know pick myself back up and fight against and fight against Yaakov Avinu again. So it's a mahalach, and you won't get dirty by it. But you haven't really taken care of the problem at its core. Only in the third mahalach which is that a marba ar, I reveal that the chayshich itself becomes a place of ar. I'm able to take the yetzara and, and transform it into being that, that place of, that I'm oivid or only in that place have I really vanquished evil by making evil part of the side of taif. And that's the ultimate way that a person can fight evil. So again, this Fasemis is telling us, Yaakov Avinu prepared in three ways. One is machama, that's fighting evil. One is tefillah, that's sidestepping evil. But the third way, and this is the ultimate way, and this is the ultimate way, what happens at Yaakov Avinu is that instead of fighting evil, instead of ignoring evil, 
He's able to take evil and be able to bring it onto the side of Taif. Be able to transform evil itself to being a, to being a, 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 a partner in that avoda of being Taif, which is the way it was ultimately supposed to be. It was ultimately supposed to be Yaakov and Esav. We're supposed to be partners and being Megalak Shemayim. And Yaakov understood Esav's capabilities and understood what Esav's kaychas were. And if he was able to just transform Esav into being able to do things properly, and Esav, instead of being fighting him, and instead of just ignoring him, Esav will actually become a partner with Yaakov Avinu and being able to be Megalak Shemayim. And Mamela, the third way is the ultimate way that a person can fight evil. Mamela, Mamela when, Esau, when the Sarshal Esav comes to fight with Yaakov Avinu, we find the Pelad Gazach. Right? We normally think, and this is the way every, every picture that we have is, is that there's a picture of Yaakov and, Yaakov and the Sarshal Esav, whatever the Sarshal Esav looks like based on the different coloring books that you, have, you had when you were a kid. Sometimes they make him look like a Litzvish guy, you know, that's like the Chesir Shechadar, and they make him look like, a, you know, got the bend down as Esav, and they got the strangles Yaakov Avinu. But, uh, but so whatever, the, whatever the Sarshal Esav looks like in, you know, in your coloring book, he's fighting against the Indian of Yaakov Avinu. There's some battle taking place, they're fighting each other head on. That's not the way it really took place. Even if you look at the Lashon of the Pasuk, what's the Lashon of the Pasuk? Vayavik ish imoy. Yavik ish imoy means what? That somebody battled with Yaakov Avinu. It doesn't say anywhere in the Pasuk that Yaakov Avinu battled with Esav, with the Sarshal Esav. It doesn't say that there was any hand-to-hand combat, that they were fighting each other head on. Vayavik ish imoy means that the, what was happening was, is ish, the Sarshal Esav, was fighting Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu's mahalach, which is the ultimate mahalach, is I'm not getting involved in the battle. But I'm not ignoring the battle. What I'm doing is I'm going to transform the battle itself. I'm going to transform all the evil and all the nesuyinus and all the challenges in my life into being a place for our. So Yaakov Avinu, when the Sarshal Esav comes to attack him, doesn't fight back. Because that's not the mahalach of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is not interested in being, in being involved in a battle with Ra. Because if you're involved in that battle, you're also going to get dirty. Yaakov Avinu says, I don't want to be involved in the battle. And I don't want to ignore you. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to be mahapech the chayshech into being a place in Ar. Gemara Chulans, Mamash Mavur like this, and Sadi Aleph. Gemara Chulans discussing a machlekes or a banan or Yehuda. Like which part of the Gid Anasha, which leg of the Gid Anasha is Aser. So the Gemara goes on. The Gemara says, according to Yehuda, it says Hagid that it's only the Gid and it's only the right, only the Gid, only the Gid Anasha from the right leg of the animal. That's the one that's Aser. The one from the left, left leg is Mutter. Zakti Gemara, but the Rabbanon hold that both Gidin are both Aser, both the right leg. And the left leg. The Gemara says, "Why is Rabbi Yehuda? Because Rabbi Yehuda understood the Avikish Imoy that he came to fight him head on, and he leaned around from the back. He hit him in the back to get Anushas in the back. He went around to the back, and Mamela, the way he hit him, the way the Sarshal Esav hit him, he hit him. He came in. So if you come in going straight, so your right hand is facing the left leg of the person. But if you go around to the back, so then he hit him all the way in the back, sort of like he was hugging him. So he hit him in the back. He ended up hitting his right." Is right get anasha, and that's the part of the body that's aser. But the chachamim don't learn like that. The chacham, the rabbanon learn this way. We paskin that both the get anasha of the right and the left leg of the animal are are aser. Why? Zakti gemara because when Yaakov, when the sarshal esav attacked Yaakov Avinu, he attacked him from behind. He attacked him straight from behind, and he hit him in both get anashas. He hit him in both the yigah bekafi recha. It's not just one of them, but both of them. And Mele, he attacked him from behind. So again, the whole concept of the way Yaakov Avinu is fighting the sarshal esav is not by fighting him. He has, no, he has no interest in fighting and going to Muhammad against the Sarshal Esav because then you get dragged down. I don't want to get involved in that avoid of evil. Yaakov says, I'm facing forward. I'm going ahead. I'm being marba or in the world. I'm, I'm revealing that there's more or in the world. The Sarshal Esav is attacking him. But ultimately, the way Yaakov, what Yaakov Avinu does is instead of fighting back, instead of getting involved in that Muhammad with the, with, with the Sarshal Esav, Instead of fighting and battling with him, Yaakov says, I want to be marba or, and by being marba or, I'm able to take the chayshech itself and turn it into ar. And that's why Yitaka find it. When the Sarshal Esav, right before he leaves, he says, you know, leave me alone. Yaakov is winning over him. He wants to leave, and Yaakov Avinu says, I'm not letting you leave until you give me a bracha. Yaakov Avinu needs a bracha from the Sarshal Esav. This is who you want to get a bracha from, a bracha from a Russia. Birchas Hedyet maybe, Alti Akal Benecha. Birchas Sadek, Birchas of a Russia is Fakar, it's a Klala. Birchas Russia is a Klala. Yaakov Avinu needs a bracha from the Sarshal Esav. 
Let the Sar Shleisim go back to wherever he came from. Let him go continue harassing other people. And let Yaakov Avinu go on to do what he was doing. But he says, no, I'm not letting you go until you give me a bracha. What's the pshat? Pshat is that Yaakov Avinu says, I'm, I don't, I'm not satisfied with just letting evil go back to where it came from. I'm not satisfied with just winning over evil. What I want is that evil itself gives me a bracha. I want that the side of Ra, that the Indian of that which looked like Cheshach, that which was fighting me, is now on my side and is now giving me the greatest bracha and giving me the bracha which is now going to allow me to even grow, grow even greater. Then instead of being Yaakov, I'm now Yisrael. Instead of being Yaakov, which is the Ekev, which is the bottom, I'm now Li Reish. I'm now that Indian of Sarah. I'm now the Indian of Kisurisa and Asham Vemelekim Vatuchal that I'm able to rise to the place from going from Yaakov to being Yisrael. Yaakov you know, understands that instead of battling evil and instead of ignoring evil and just telling evil to go back to where it's from, I want evil itself to transform into being a partner into being partner for Taif and Mamela Yaakovin is waiting and says, I'm not letting you go until you give me a bracha. And when he meets Esav himself, the same thing happens. Yaakovin doesn't fight with Esav. And Esav doesn't even care about the presence. Esav says, I don't need your presence. But Esav right away is transformed and says, I want to walk together with you. I'm interested. He says, I, I, I want to walk together with you. I want to walk with you. Esav says, I'm ready. I want to be machnia myself and I want to walk along with you because I recognize that I, I, I want to be a partner with Yaakov Avinu. Ultimately, it doesn't end up working again. Ultimately, Yaakov Avinu says, I'm not, we're not ready for it. It's only going to happen to be Moisim Mashiach, that Esav itself, that evil itself is going to be, be able to be transformed fully. But that's what Esav does. Yaakov Avinu doesn't fight Esav physically. He does not even Matzachem. He just, Esav slowly, he's Matzachem to the, to the point that Esav moves from being evil into being the side of good. This is the Avoidah that a, per, that a person needs to be involved in. Again, we're not battling evil because if we battle evil, you end up getting dirty. If you have Midas race and you try to fight them, so you end up getting schlepped down. If there's something that, you, you, know, you know, when you're in high school and the, you know, the kid says, nobody look to the right. Right on the school bus and everyone says, nobody look. So everybody ends up looking to the right, right? No one look out the, uh, the window over there and everyone looks out the window. Nobody think about something and everyone thinks about it. Because if you're trying to battle evil, you end up getting schlepped down by evil. You, if you get involved in that avoid of this is wrong and this is wrong, then you end up getting involved in it. Then you're giving space to it. Then you're allowing, to, you're, you're allowing it some, some space to exist. And if you ignore it, and it could always pop his head back up again. But the ultimate way is to transform Cheshach itself into being part of the Indian of Ar. That the Indian which looks like evil ends up being a partner for Taif. That it's able to transform Cheshach into being Ar. And that's what Yaakov Avinu was involved in. By Yaakov Avinu says, I'm not fighting you. All I want to do is to get you to move over to being able to be involved in that Avayid of Abracha. However, that's all good, but there was one problem. Yaakov Avinu didn't come out. Perfect. Was harmed. So if this is Yaakov Avinu's mahalach, this is Yaakov Avinu's way, is that I don't want to be involved in Mechama. I don't want to be involved in Tefillah. I want to be involved in Deirut. I want to be involved when I can get, the, get evil, to be Matzachain, to, to find Chain in the eyes of evil, that evil now is subjugated to Taiv. So Yaakov Avinu should have won perfectly and, and there should have not been any injury Bechlau. But Vayiga Bakafi Rechai means that Yaakov Avinu was injured somewhat. That Yaakov Avinu didn't walk out unscathed from the fight. Yaakov Avinu walked out limping from the fight. What's the shot that Yaakov Avinu walks out a little bit? So Shetetan Reb Tzadik, Reb Tzadik writes, that the, 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 the ultimate Kayach, Netzach and Hayid, ultimately what Klai Yusol is supposed to be doing is not just transforming our own Yetzaharas, our own challenges, our own evil into being good, but ultimately what we're supposed to be doing is being an Arla Amen. Klai Yusol is supposed to be the ones that are supposed to be spreading Malcha Shemayim to the whole world. That ultimately, Klachach Tichra Kol Berech, that the whole world will recognize that the Rabbanu Shalom's the, the, only, the only real power in this world, and eight noid mavada, and let's not serponimine. Ultimately, Klal Yusuf is supposed to be mashpia, not just on ourselves, that we're able to transform all of Chayshech inside of us into, into being into being R, but they were able to do that for the Umas Eilam as well. They were able to take all the Umas Eilam which are fighting against the Shibma Umas, and were able to transform them from being Chayshech into being R. However, the problem is, the problem is you can only do that if you have a very strong foundation. If there's no, if a person's not Makusher in a real way to Yiddishkeit, so then you're trying to be an R La'amim, 
But by being an Orla Avim, that means you're getting involved in the Avim. That means you have a Shaykhaz to them because you want to be Mashpi on them. But if you don't have the capability to be Mashpi on them properly, if you're not holding where you need to be holding, then instead of you being Mashpi on them, they end up being Mashpi on you. So if I'm fighting evil, if I'm battling evil, I don't have to be worried that they're going to be Mashpi on me and actually drag me to their side. I'll end up getting a little dirty in the fight. It won't be perfect, but I don't have to be worried that I'm going to move over to the other side. And if, I'm, if, I, if I have the tefillah, which is I'm ignoring evil, I don't really have to be worried that I'm going to get dragged over. But if I want to be an orla amim, if I want to shine light into the place of darkness, and I, I don't, the light's not so strong, then instead of the light dispelling the darkness, what happens is the opposite. The darkness overpowers the light, and the darkness is able to say, you're not going to be mashpi on us, we're going to be mashpi on you. And it's able to drag that Indian of Ar down to the place of Chesha. Zakrab Tzadik, what happened, what happened was, which is Maramaz and the, the Kufa of the Yavanim, what happened was, instead of Klal Yisrael, in the base of Mikdash being Marba Ar, which is the way it was by the base of Mikdash Rishon, when Shleim HaMelech built it, that all the Umas HaOlam are flocking to the base of Mikdash, instead of having that concept where the base of Mikdash is the epicenter of the world, and the epicenter of Amuna in the world, where it's Marba Ar to everybody, Ki Beisi Beist what happened was, is Klal Yisrael started getting mushpah by the nations of the world. And it's a Pelda Gazach, it's the only, only Gullus that you find, that instead of us, there being evil and us, and we're on two opposite sides of the fence, all, all of a sudden, all of Klal Yisrael is moving over to the side of Yavan. And, and, and Ruba the Ruba of Klal Yisrael is misgavnim. Most of the people went over, and, and so much so, Matisio tried to, you know, to gather people around. Machlekes, and different Machlekes in the Joshim, how many people it was? It wasn't a large amount of people. About tens of people, maybe thirteen people, twenty. A very, very minimal amount of people that were ready, that were ready to stand up against the Yavan. So what happened was, is Klai was supposed to be mashpi on evil, and instead of doing that because we weren't holding where we we're supposed to be holding, evil ended up being mashpi on us, and Klai moved over from being Klai Yisrael to being involved in that world of uh, that world of misyavnim, from getting dragged down into that world of chayshech. Instead of us being mar ba'ar and being doicha chayshech, chayshech was mar ba'chayshech, and instead was doicha the Indian of ar. So we made a Klai Yisrael was supposed to be mashpia. And instead of us being mashpia, we got mushpah from the Umas Adam and we got dragged down. That's why you find that the beginning of the tragedy, the beginning of the tragedy of, of, of the sto- whole story of Hanukkah came when Yavan tried to translate the Torah into, in, into, into Greek. That's what they did. They got together, they got together people and they translated the Torah into Greek. Well, why, is that the beginning of, why is that the beginning of the Hanukkah story? It doesn't look like a terrible thing. Right? Moshe Rabbein also translated Torah into Shimla Shainas. Right? It's not a terrible thing to translate Torah. So ultimately, Rabbi Tzaddik writes that they wanted to translate Torah because they saw the beauty in Torah. They recognized the greatness of Torah. This is Klai Yisrael spreading art to the Umas Ha'ilam that even they recognize the beauty of Torah. But the Chachamam understood that that's not what's happening over here. If Klai Yisrael doesn't have a strong foundation in art, so that when he tried to be, when he tried to translate the art to Chayshech, and he tried to be Marba art to be Doichel Chayshech, instead of it working, what happens is that the Chayshech is able to drag down the art, and instead of Torah being the one that's, that's influencing the Umas Ha'ilam, the Umas Ha'ilam end up influencing Torah. And they take Torah and they make it into something which is just a Dever Gashmi, and it has no Chashivas anymore. And there were Geyser Atinus for three days over the fact that they translated the Torah, which could be the greatest Mila, could be the greatest thing. Moshe Rabbeinu does that, and instead of it being a Mila, it ends up being the greatest Chasarin. Because the Indian of Yavan, what happened with Yavan was, is that Yavan dragged down the Ur. Instead of it being an Ur which is Mashpi on them, they dragged it down and they slept them down. And in the middle of the whole battle that took place, that was taking place by the second base of Mikdash with the Indian of Hanukkah, revolves around this Ve'yiga B'Kaf Yerechai. That on the, on the one hand, Netzach and Hoyd are the Kaychas which are supposed to be Mashpiya on others, which are supposed to be Mashpiya. It's Netzach Hoyd and Yisrael. Yisrael is the Indian of Ashpa, but it comes from Netzach and Hoyd. Netzach and Hoyd is supposed to be Mashpiya on the Umas Ha'ilam and on the right inside of us. And instead of that happening, by the Yigab Akafi Rechai, he challenged him in the place of Hoid, and he said, there's a separation. What, 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 what the Sar did was, he separated, he, he dislocated that part of Yaakov Avinu's body from the rest of his body, and said, yeah, there's Yaakov Avinu, but then your ability to be Mashpia is separated, and instead of it being Mashpia in a way which is rooted in Toiv, 
it ends up getting schlepped down to the in place of Ra, and it ends up, that ends up, the Klal Yisrael ends up becoming Misyavnim. Instead of you being able to vanquish darkness, darkness ends up overpowering the light, and Klal Yisrael ends up going over to the place of Yavad. And the male of a Yigah B'Kaf Yerecha, the Zerah Kaddish tells us, is what happened on the story of Hanukkah. Because this Netzach and Haid is supposed to be Mashpia, but when Haid is not done properly, then Haid, instead of being Mashpia, it, it gets Mushpa from the Umas and it gets injured. Even the word Haid of Tzadik writes, we find that the word Haid in the Torah is Karnei Haid. That that's the, the Indian of Moshe Rabbeinu is Karnei Hoid. The Moshe Rabbeinu, who's Netzach, is able to then shine the light onto, onto everybody, that everybody is able to see the light and the beauty of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what Hoid is supposed to do. Hoid is supposed to bring beauty to the world where it's Mar Be'ar. But instead of that happening, the Ar ended up getting Mushpa from the Indian of Cheshech and Klaiso went over to the place of Yavan. That's why the whole lace of Hanukkah is revolved around the Indian of the Pachshavan. It's a big Pella. It's a big problem. All this far I'm talking about this. I'm showing the Rishayim all the way down. That there was two Nisim that took place in the, uh, in the Yantav of Hanukkah. One was the Mohama, and one was the Nisim, the one was the Nisim of the Pach Shemen. If you had to put them on a scale, which one was greater? It's, it's far, it's not, you can't compare the two Nisim. The Nisim of the Mohama was a Nisim which was a disproportionate fight of Klal Yisrael, a minimal amount of people against one of the strongest armies in the world. We went ahead and we fought them and we wiped them out. Mamas like that. It was the greatest Nisim that took place. It was the greatest battle, greater than the Six Day War and the Yom Kippur. This is the greatest battle that we ever fought. A few people, against the whole massive nation. We had no problem, we wiped them out completely. That's not the Indian of Hanukkah. We don't celebrate the Nisim we talk about, that's not the main thing that we celebrate in Hanukkah. What do we celebrate? The fact that we had a Pach Shaman that lasted eight days. Mar tells us there were 10 Nisim that took place daily in the base of Mikdash. There were 10 basic Nisim that took place. This is like, we're so excited about this Nis. This is like what we're celebrating. Pshat is, yeah, this is what Hanukkah is about. Hanukkah is not about the fight that took place between us and the Umas Ha'ilam. That's the Indian of, that's the Muhammad that Yaakov Avinu wants to go out for. But that's not the ultimate. That's where you're fighting evil head on. And that's the Indian of, okay, there's a Muhammad and it needs to take place sometimes. But that's not what Hanukkah is about. Hanukkah is about the Indian of being Mar Ba'ar. That Hanukkah is about the fact that we're able to light them in earth. That's what Hanukkah is about. Hanukkah is that we have the, we're able to be Masak in the Indian of Hoyd, we're able to be Mar Ba'ar. that R is Yaitzel Ha'ilam. Chazal even say about the, about the Menorah. The Menorah, the Gemara, the Chazal say, "V'chila Aru Tzerech." The Rishon needs Ar. There's not enough light in the Rishon's world that it needs you to light Menorah. No, the Pshat is that the Menorah is supposed to be Mar Ba'ar to the whole world. The Rishon said, "I'm not going to just allow you to wipe out an enemy." That's the Muhammad. That's the first way of fighting things. We want to get to a place which is much higher than that. We want to get to a place where through being Mar Ba'ar, through lighting light, we're able to push out the darkness. So it's not just one day, but it's for eight days when there should be Chayshech. We're able to be Mar Ba'ar. We're able to push out darkness. That's why you find the Hanukkah and Purim. The Rizal tells us that the, that the three Yom Tovim, the three Yom Tovim, the, the Gimel Regalim, that Ra'il Laregel is Maramas in the Indian of Chesed, Gvur, and Teferes. And Zakta Rizal, Netzach, and Hoid represent Hanukkah and Purim. Hoid is the Indian of Hanukkah. And, and Netzach is the Indian of Purim. And you find, <laughs> you find that both by Purim and Hanukkah, each one of them have, the, have these, two, these two aspects of Netzach and Hanukkah. Purim also, you find two things took place by Purim. One is the fact that we wiped out Haman. That's the Muhammad aspect. That's the first way of fighting evil. We fought evil. We took Haman and we hung him up. And we hung him up. And we hung up his sons. And everybody was, we, we, we wiped out evil. But there was another thing that also took place that we read about at the end of the Megillah. The Rabbi Me'ameh That many of the nations of the world, when they saw that, when they saw the greatness of Marchei Tzadik, and they saw what took place in the Purim, Story, they, they moved over from being Goyim into being Yidden. That's the Indian of Hoyd. That's the Indian of spreading Ar. That's the Indian of we're able to take Cheshach itself and move it over to being the place of Ar. We don't celebrate that on Purim. That's not the Indian. The main Indian is the Muhammad that took place. Why? Because Hanukkah represents Netzach. Netzach is that we're being Minatzach, we're, we're becoming victorious over evil. How do, you, how do you do Netzach? You fight it. You fight evil and you wipe it out. You hang it up on a tree and say, we're getting rid of evil, we're fighting evil. But Lamaisi, you get a Shtikla Shmutzadik from that. It's not proper. You end up by Sudhisach when you try to fight evil. You end up, you end up getting 
drag down a little bit. That's the Indian of Netzach. That's how Moshe Rabbeinu represents Netzach. Moshe Rabbeinu is always the Indian of Netzach pushing forward, the Indian of fighting evil. That when there's an eagle, Moshe Rabbeinu fights it, takes a luchas and breaks them. Aaron is the Indian of Haid. Aaron is the Indian of Hanukkah. We're, we're not fighting evil. That's not, it took place also, but it's not what we celebrate. It's not what we focus on. We focus on the Indian of Haid. What's Aaron Mahalach? Arnakain's malach is not to, not to take luchas and shatter them, not to scream at Klaisol to give musa to Klaisol. Arnakain is oiva sebrius, umakarvel natayra. Arnakain understands that if I see something evil in this world, instead of screaming at it, and instead of breaking luchas and making a rush about it, I can be oiva sebrius, umakarvel natayra. I can be marba ar, and then I can take that person that was the biggest, you know, the biggest Saini Yisrael, the one who was, the one who was the greatest chayta, and I could be mahapachem from being somebody who's a chayta into being the greatest makarvel natayra. How? By oiva sabrius, by being marba ar. Memela, the whole Indian of Hanukkah is the Indian of chayid, which is the Indian of being marba ar, and through being marba ar, we're able to be masalik to chayshach. That's what takes place in Hanukkah. That's the celebration of Hanukkah. It's the Indian of riboy ar, which takes place. And memela Purim is revolved around the Indian of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's Mordechai Tzadik. This farm talk about a lot. The Mordechai Tzadik was connected to Moshe Rabbeinu. Even the way we describe Moshe, the way we describe Mordechai Tzadik is Ish Yehudi Haya B'Shushan Abira. And Shaita Medrash Ish Yehudi Haya Abira. The Ish Moshe Anam Ma'id. That's the end of Ish. That's a Starkai. That's Moshe Rabbeinu. That's Mordechai Tzadik. We're fighting evil. No Mihu Zeva Ezehu. This is Haman. We want to hang him on a tree. We're going to vanquish evil by fighting it. But that's not the ultimate way. The ultimate way is when Moshe Rabbeinu is able to have that shaykhaz, the Aaron when he's able to get to the place where you're lighting the menorah, being mar ba'ar, and through being mar ba'ar, Mimele were able to be daicha the But there's a pagam in that. The Kalaiso got dragged over, Kalaiso got schlepped down, and Mimele, the Indian of Hanukkah, is we're celebrating the fact that it's Oyeva Sebrius, and Mimele were able to be Makarvan Lotur. That's what Hanukkah celebrates. So Mimele, if we take it back to the beginning, we understand that Esav, Yaakov Avinu's whole strategy against fighting Esav was I don't want to fight Esav. I don't want to battle Esav. Fakert, I want to take Esav, which is coming from Oilamatayu, which is coming from a tremendously high place, but is not, is not actualizing all of his potential. And instead of fighting him, instead of running away from him, I want to be able to bring him over. I want to be able to bring him over to be able to be mamshechem into that place of ar. And through doing that, I'm able to fight evil, not by fighting it, by actually transforming evil, which is the ultimate way of doing things. And it's like this in every Muhammad that takes place in, internally and the Muhammad that take place externally. When a person has a midirah, when a person's struggling with something, there's always three ways he can fight it. You can either fight the midirah by saying, you know, I have kas and I'm going to fight against kas. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to have kas anymore. I have, an issue with, I, have an, I have an issue with the way I speak and I'm going to fight it. I'm going to be careful not to speak anymore. Fine, so you're fighting it. But at the end of the day, you're getting involved in that sugya. At the end of the day, you're going to get dirty because you're, you're, you're involving yourself and trying to fight it constantly and you're constantly on offense and, and, and you're, going against, you're going against the evil. And you're not going to end up being successful. The other way is, okay, I'm running away from the problem. I'm never going to get involved in anything that has to do with that problem, I'm going to avoid the problem completely. It's good, but it's not the ultimate. You haven't really taken care of the problem. The problem's always sitting, lying dormant inside of you, and at any moment, it can pop up and just shatter everything. So you, you may have run away for the moment, but you haven't really taken care of the problem. The third way, which is the way of Hanukkah, is you're being marba'ar. That we're saying, no, 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 we're not, we don't want to fight evil. We're just going to add light. That we recognize that if I have a midah called kas, instead of fighting it, instead of ignoring it, I can take that Indian of kas and I can be mahapachet to being the greatest, the greatest tool in my avayda Hashem. That the midah of kas can be used in a way which is avayda Hashem. That the midah of kas can be used in a way which is healthy, in a way which allows me to be, have greater, greater islavas when it comes to davening and to learning. And I could use that fire, like the Baltani tells us, the kas comes from the Indian of ish. I could use that ish inside of me to transform it from being a kas of, of 
Taivas and a cast of Sitra Achra to being a cast which is the Indian of Kedusha, to transform it to being the greatest tool that I'm able to use for helping a person. And that's the ultimate mahalach in fighting evil is that I don't fight evil. I transform all of Chayshach. I'm able to get to the root, I'm able to get to the Makar, to the Shairesh, I'm able to recognize what's the source of what I'm, what I'm dealing with, what's the source of the challenge, and then I'm able to be Mahapachet, to be Oivet Hashem Lashnei like the, like the Sfasemis wrote, the beautiful Lashon. He says, Rachmanus Gamal Taivas Rai. So I want to have on the Taivas that I have. Lama Yia Nimtz. Why do I want these things to be separate from the Sherish? Everything's the Rabbanish Shalalam. Everything's from the Rabbanish Everything's created by the Rabbanish Everything was created for the covet of the Rabbanish All I have to do is figure out how to be able to transform it to be able to use it in that way. Now, Avada, I need a Netzach. I need, I need strength. I need, need to know that I'm rooted in the proper way in order to be able to do that. If I'm not holding the earth, then yeah, then I have to fight it and I have to ignore it. But ultimately, the ultimate Milo and the ultimate way to fight evil is I get strong roots in the Indian of Kedush and then a marba ar that I'm able to transform the chayshech into being ar. Memela, we can understand the kesher between Chanukah and the Indian of Yak Kislev. What's the whole Indian of Yak Kislev? Right, so on a very, very simple level, what's Yak Kislev? Valtani was thrown into jail because there was a, the Snagdim, you know, went and snitched to the government about him, that he was sending money to, you know, sending money and, and you know, fighting, fighting against uh, the, the, you know, the Russian government. So they took him and they threw him into jail. And eventually, and Yak Kislev, he got out of jail. But it's a very nice thing. It's major, it's major, you know, for bringing we're getting, what's the Indian in celebrating the fact that the Baltania went into jail and he got out of jail? Once he got out of jail, it's a very nice thing. He got let out of jail. That's a whole day for celebration. It's the Indian that we make a major, you know, major Indian about it. The Indian, shot is that, that the Baltania understood. And this was in his Galatin when he was inside, the, when he was inside jail. He was visited by the Balshemtiv and the Magid, who were already Nifta, they came to visit him in jail. And he asked the Balshemtiv, and he asked the Magid, his Rebbe, he said, why am I in jail? What did I do wrong that I ended up in jail? What, what, what happened to me? What, what, what Einish is this that I ended up in jail? It's a terrible thing. He spent weeks in jail. What's the Pshat? I'm getting interrogated by the government. What's the Pshat? So the Balshemtiv and the Magid told him that the reason why he's in jail is because there's a kpeida, there's a, there's a snagdus against the fact that he's being mefitz chasidus. He's spreading the Indian of chasidus. He's spreading it in a way which is going to be, you know, marbek fayit shemayim in a way which is unprecedented. And Memelo, there's a snagdus against it. And Memelo in shemayim, the, the sitra achar is trying to shut it down. And the sitra achar threw him into, threw him into jail. So the Balshemtiv said, so maybe I should stop. So maybe if the reason why I got thrown into jail is because I'm spreading chasidus, maybe I should stop. And maybe I should, you know, stay in it. Maybe I, maybe I should stop it. And maybe I'll ha- stop that it's not. They told him, no, no, fakir. Your avayda is that be marba, be marba more ar. And when he came out of jail, he was marba even more mefits and mayanas. He, he was mefits even more chasidus than he was before he went into jail. Because he understood that the avayda is not to stop, but to continue. Why? What's the pshat? Why did he go into jail? And when he came out of jail, he was, he was marba. So he understood that the whole avoid of chassidus is this avoid. The Bashemtiv's way is that we don't want to fight evil. And we don't want to, and we don't want to be involved in avoid where we're ignoring evil. Those are the two first malchim of Yaakovinu, but that's not the way Yaakovinu really wants to do things. Bechir Shabbat understands that instead of fighting and instead of ignoring, the way is to be marba, to transform through our, that all the chayshik, all the difficulties, all the challenges that I have, are able to move over to the side of Tayyip. Right? We spoke many times before that the Bashemtiv says on the, on the Mishnah in Perkei Yavas, Ezu Giber, Akhavish is Yitzray, that the Indian is not a Hyrigis and the Indian is not to ignore your Yetzer. The Indian is Kavish is Yetzer. I capture my Yetzer, and when I capture my Yetzer, I'm able to transfer him from being on the side of evil to now he works for me. That's what it means to transfer. When you take a captive, the captive now starts working for the captor. The captive now starts working for the person that, that captured him. The Avoida is to capture the Yetzer, Kavish is Yetzer, and to move him over to the side of Cheshach. The Balshemtiv's way of fighting evil was to be Marba'ar. And when a person's Marba'ar and all of his Taivas Royce and all the challenges and all the difficulties that he has in life, instead of fighting them, instead of getting dragged down by them, you're able to be Marba'ar to that place and able to transform that Cheshach into being Ar. When the Baltania wrote a letter, 
when he wrote, when he got out of jail. So he said, he said a pal de Kazakh. He said that it was Yom Gibel Shafu Bal Kitaiv, Yom Lula Rabba Shorvenu Kadesh, right? Yat Kislev is also the yard site of the Halik Mazuchimagad as Rebbe. And he says, Ukashakresi Besefer Tehillim. As he was reading the safe, the passing in Tehillim, Pada Bashalam Nafshi. He was reading the Psukim of Pada Bashalam Nafshi, Kaidim Shishalti Pasuk Shalakhairov. Before I got to the next Pasuk, Yitzasi Bashalam Hashem Shalom. I came out of jail Bashalam from Hashem, who is the Hashem Shalom. That's what he said. He's in the middle of reading this capital until in Pada Bashalam Nafshi, and he got taken out, right? He talked to Shalmar Kharavashkin, and he goes through the whole Arichas. I rang a few times with the Shtibol. He goes through the whole Arichas of how he got out of jail. So he says what he was in the middle of doing, like he remembers where he was. He was standing, he already washed for Sud. There was a Ishanaka, he hadn't benched yet. He remembers exactly where he was at the moment when he called him and they told him, you know, Mr. Bashkin, you know, they're letting, it, letting him out for free. So Valtani says, I was in the middle of the Pasuk of, I just read the Pasuk of Pada Bashalam Nafshi, and before I got to the next Pasuk, they let me out. So the, the, the Reb has explained, the Mittler Reb and the other Reb has explained that what was the Pshat that he was in the middle of Dafka, this Pasuk, and they let him out Dafka then. Because this is what this is what the this is what the Indian of the Baltania was. Pada, he had a padia, Bashalam Nafshi. The whole padia happened in a way of shalom. If I'm fighting my Yetzahara, then there's a Muhammad, it's not shalom. And if I'm ignoring my Yetzahara, that's not either shalom. Shalom doesn't mean when two countries don't fight each other. America and Canada is not Bashalom, they're just not fighting each other. There's no war that's taking place in America and Canada. That's not shalom. Shalom means shlamus. Shalom means that I'm able to come to the place where we're working together, where we're now part of one treaty, we're working hand in hand with each other to be able to create something bigger than, than was created when we're each independent entities. Pada Bashalom Nafshi, the Baltani understood that the whole Indian of him being let out of jail, which was a haskama from Shemayim, that he's able to be mefits, the Indian of Hasidus, was part of a shalom nafshi. Was that you're gonna be able to be a, a pedia, you're gonna be able to re redeem your neshama in a way of shalom. And that's why he said the word shalom three times. Because this is the Indian of Hasidus. It's shlameless. It's that a person is able to be marba'ar and through being marba'ar. I don't have to fight the darkness. I don't have to, I don't have to try to ignore the darkness. I'm able to be mahapach the pedia. I'm able to be mahapach the darkness into being something which is good. In general, when, we, when, you, when a person learns nigla satayra, nigla satayra is all about being, being, be, making that period between toiv and ra. When I learn nigla, when I'm learning halacha, the point of learning gemara is a libidahilchasa. When I learn halacha, what's the point? The point is I have to figure out what's toiv and what's ra. I have to separate good. From evil. That's the Indian of Eitzadas Toivara. That means, okay, now there's Toiv and now there's Ra. And now I know what to ignore. I know what to fight against. The Indian of Pneumia Satera, the Indian, the Indian of Chasidus is much more than that. It's Eitzachayim. It's not Eitzadas Toivara, that there's two separate entities. I'm able to be Marbachayim to everything. I'm able to recognize that everything is from the Roban Shab, that everything is, a, everything is an opportunity to be Marbachayim Shabbat, that I can use every Mida that I have inside of me, and I can be Mahapach that Mida, which looks like it's evil, into being the Indian of Toiv. It's a much deeper way of, of, of fighting the Yetzer. It's when I don't battle the Yetzer, but able to be marba marba or into the Indian of into the Indian of 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 Chayshech. The Baltani has a, a lashon in, in, in Tanya that this thing talks about Salamakut the territory. Or there's two ways to fight evil. One is called Eskafia. One is where I'm fighting evil. I'm holding it down. I'm kaifif ra. But there's a much higher way, which is called this hapcha. I'm able to be mahapech ra itself into being taif. That's the ultimate R of Hasidus. It's a riboy R, which is magala, that Indian of Hanukkah, where fakar, the riboy, the ma'at R is deicha harba menachayshech. We'll just end off with a, with a maisa about the Helga Baltania. The Baltania was arrested, so he was taken to St. Petersburg. That's where he was held in jail. I think, the, I think the jail cell is still around, from what I understand. I think they, they went to, I think they even know which jail cell the Baltania sat in. So they went to, he was in St. Petersburg. And he spent over seven weeks there until he ended up getting released and got his slave. But while he was there, they used to take him to be interrogated and out of there. They took him across the river. There's a little river over there. They took him across, it was called the Never River. They took him across the river. They interrogated him on the other side of the river. So they took him from the jail, from jail in St. Petersburg, took him across, and that's where they interrogated him. This is happening you know, again and again and again. And they took him by ferry across. So the Baltania was once on, one time traveling across, and it was at night. 
And he asked, the, he asked the boat driver, he said, listen, it's, it's, you know, it's getting close to the middle of the month, and I don't know when I'm getting out. I want to be able to say Kiddush Levana. Is it possible that you could stop the boat to be able to say Kiddush Levana properly? So he said, no, I'm not stopping the boat. You're a prisoner. I'm driving the boat. You don't get to decide when we stop the boat and we don't want to stop the boat. And he said, I'm continuing. So the Rebbe said, the Baltani said, he said, if I want, I could stop the boat myself. And Kachav, a few seconds later, the boat suddenly broke. The boat suddenly stopped, and the ferry was unable to move. Pasha got stuck in its place. So he said, the Baltani started doing preparing. He started saying the the, the, the capital tilling that he starts saying before Kiddush Havana, but he didn't start saying the brach of Kiddush Havana. So the boat driver came over to him and he said, listen, I see you're a big rabbi. I see that you have the ability to be able to, you know, change Teva and be able to stop Teva. He says, we want to continue. You know, is it possible that we can continue? So the rabbi said, yeah, you can continue. He said, you can allow the boat to continue and he, allowed, he released the boat. So the boat driver came over to him and, and, and the rabbi came over to the boat driver again and he said, is it possible now to stop the boat? So again, he stopped the boat the first time, the boat stopped. The Baltani told him, okay, you can continue the boat. The boat continued. And he came over to him again, he said, is it possible they can stop the boat? So the boat driver said, he said, what are you going to give me in return for me stopping the boat? I'm going to stop it. I'm, I'm listening to you. I'm not fighting with you anymore. I realize that I'm going to stop. What am I going to give you? So he says, I'll give you a bracha. And Baltani says, fine, I'll give you a bracha. He says, not one in the writing. Baltani wrote him a piece of letter. I think they even had it. They found it generations later. They still had this, this guy held on to this piece of letter. He held on to this bracha that he got from the Baltani. And he held on to it. He stopped, and he stopped the boat. He stopped the boat and the Baltani was able to say Kiddush Lavan. That was the Maisa. So he's on his way, the boat stops, continues the boat, and the boat continues again. So the Rebbe Ayatz explained, the sixth of Avich explained, what was the Pshat in the whole Maisa? Modern Maisa. The Valtani is going in the boat, he can stop the boat. And he told the boat driver, I can stop the boat if I want myself. And Kachava, he stopped the boat, he made the boat stop. But then he didn't say Kiddush Shavana. He said the boat, no, 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 let's continue. The boat continued. And then he went up to the boat driver again, and he asked the boat driver, can you stop the boat? And then the boat driver stopped the boat, and then he said Kiddush Shavana. What's the Pshat? Why didn't he just say it the first time? Zakta Rebbe Ayatz, because this is, this is what the Arab Chassidus is. You can fight evil and force evil to give in to you, but it's not what the Baltania lives before. Baltania doesn't live in a world where we have to fight evil, where we force evil to stop. We take Teva and say, no, 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 we're stopping Teva, and Teva's not going to work anymore. The boat's going to have to stop, and you don't have a choice. Baltania says, I don't want to say Kiddush Shavana like that. That's not what the Arab Chassidus is about. Baltania says, no, I'm going to let the boat continue, and the boat can continue. Now he gets the boat driver to say, no, I want to, I want to be involved in that avoida of stopping the boat. I want to work for you. I recognize who you are. I recognize what what you're capable of. Now I want to stop the boat in a way which is Alpi Derech HaTeva. And not only that, the boat driver wants to get a bracha from the, the Balatani. Mamash like eight Yaakov Avinu giving a bracha, Sar Shal Esav giving a bracha to Yaakov Avinu. Now the boat driver wants to get a bracha from the, from the Balatani. This is what Hasidus is. It's not forcing it to stop. It's not saying, okay, we're going to fight the battle head on because then, yeah, then they end up getting, then they end up getting dirty. Somebody fights the battle head on ends up getting dirty. And we're not ignoring it because if you ignore it also, you're not taking care of the problem. Fakir, the or is going to be able to be Deicha the Chayshech that all of the Umas and all the Umas inside of us are going to be able to work for that place of Ar, work for that place of Taiv, to be able to work together to be able to be Marba, Marba Ar in the world. That's the Avoida, the whole Indian of Chanukah. When we have challenges in our own life, when we have Midas, whether it's things that we were born with, whether it's challenges that we face, instead of trying to fight them head on, instead of ignoring them, we should recognize that the ultimate Avoida, which is the Avoida of Meshech, the Avoida of Pneum Yisatera, is to be Marba Ar, and through being Marba Ar, we're able to be Deicha Ul of the Chayshech, we're able to transform the Chayshech into being, into being a vehicle which is able to help us serve the Rabbanu Shalom better.